All right, cool. Well, whenever you want to dead it off, go ahead. That's cool. That's cool. We'll dead, we'll, we'll, we'll take it just like this. Mm-hmm. Playaway Podcast, episode one. We're getting it started the right way. I'm going to start with the fire, fire, hot take. It may not be fire, hot take, but hot take nonetheless. The Switch is mid as hell. It's hella, hella, hella mid, bro. Yikes. Yes, very Yikes. much so. Very much so. You got to support that. I don't know if I'm rolling. I, I, I'm I'm going to tell you like this. I'm going to tell you like this. So the Switch is filled with a lot of good games. Don't get me wrong. A lot of original IPs, right? You got your Super Mario. You got Breath of the Wild, which is a fire game. And this, by by no means, is me saying that these games are bad, right? But Nintendo has a habit of keeping with their original IPs and just putting out high-key the same game. So everything else outside of that, it's 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 subpar. The third the third party titles that they that they put out, kind of come and go. They they really kind of do. I mean, Astral Chain came and went. Uh, the Xenoblade Chronicles has a really really strong core fan base, but eh, you know, whatever. Uh, but let had me- banned. Let okay, me ask you this though. I mean, is that not the nature of a handheld? It's not supposed to be like this hundred-hour epic, right? You're supposed to be able to smash that shit, you know, on the way to and from on the bus or whatever subway. Correct. You are right. But unless you are a hardcore Nintendo person, you will go to the Switch for whatever new game they got out, play the hell out of it. And then you're going to put it away. That's all I'm saying, right? Animal Crossing is probably the biggest game on the platform. I, I, before you Animal Crossing, let's go back to let's go back to Pokemon, Pokemon Sword and Shield. We were on that mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The first main console Pokemon game. You know, it it was great. We had the raid battles, and then everyone figured out how to hack the raid battles. You know, you got through the Elite Four. We traded starter Pokemon. The whole shebang. And we left it. You know what I'm saying? We all okay. said we was going to go in. We all said we were going to go into Pokemon Short and Shield. Okay. Being hard. We were going to take that hardcore. We were going to be hardcore Pokemon trainers. And we were not. Now, I understand that with not just this game, but with all games... There is a core fan base that's going to do that. You know what I'm saying? I think that's exempt. You could say that about 2K, Call of Duty, Apex, Destiny, yeah, you got whatever, your, right? Your hardcores. There's, yeah. Yeah, there's hardcores with anything. But I just think the average person is going to come in, consume it, and disappear with it. The Switch doesn't have a lot of games that entice you to stay. And maybe that's because they don't have any hardcore multiplayer games. And their internet multiplayer infrastructure is very, very subpar, comparatively speaking, to Xbox, mm-hmm. PC, PlayStation. But I, I, I can't think of any I can't think of any game that has caused me to stay with the Switch longer than a month. Now, granted, I've not played Animal Crossing. I know that is the one game that will probably keep me there longer than a month. But I've not played Animal Crossing. But Zelda might be the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild might be the only game that I stayed with for more than a month. Did you beat it within that month or 
Um, I don't know if it took me a month, but I did beat it though. I like I I, I sat I sat with it and played through it. And even after I beat it, I, I floated around, tried to find some more shrines and and do some of the extra stuff and stuff like that. I didn't get into any of the DLC. Um, that's still on my list of games to play. But I mean, hell, look at the, look at the Switch store, right? The Switch store is filled with a bunch of indie games. Every week, every two weeks, they're telling you about some game that's getting ported over to the Switch for the portability. Apex is coming over there. Nobody's going to play Apex on the Switch. I'm sorry. Like, you just don't have the internet capacity, the online capacity to be able to play Apex on the Switch. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Diablo got ported over there. was on Diablo. Diablo's great on the go, you know, but... The Switch is, is banking a lot of their functionality on porting over all of these other games that are already in existence. You know, if you look at the NES Online and SNES Online, great games. SNES has a, a, a ton of amazing games. They are. There was a report the other day that said they are just now about to bring Donkey Kong Country over there. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Donkey Kong Country is like a staple, like... SNES game and y'all just only bringing over the first one. I get it. You got the Super Mario World. You got the Breath of Fire. You, you know what I'm saying? I get it. They, they, you know, they, they, they're feeding you crumbs. You know what I'm saying? But that's the mid aspect of it because the Switch could be so much more. It's portable. You play it on the big TV. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's, it's perfect for on the go. I'm around the house. Whatever you want to call it. But I don't know, man. I, I just I just think as a whole, the Switch is a little mid. You know, that's not to say it's a bad system, because I think it's a really good system. You know, um, I just think it's like a, out of 10, like it's high key, it's low key like a 5 or a 6, for real. Oh, okay. Because, <clears throat> I mean, here's the thing about the Switch that makes it weird for me. Mm-hmm. It's really like on, and then it's really off. Like, I'll be on that shit heavy. You know, four five days, and then mm-hmm. it's been like three weeks since I've opened my shit up again. So mm-hmm. it's it's weird because it exists in like this crack, but yet still mid area here where like I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not treating it like it's crack because I can just not look at it for like a month and it'll just be you know collecting dust, and then there'll be like this weird charge of like three four days. Where I'm on that bitch, like it's pure, unstepped mm-hmm. on. Like this, the shit pushing mm-hmm. T was pushing. You feel me? Like yeah, it's weird. I but because I'm it, I'm in it when I'm in it, because I can get so swept up. Uh, I, I I find it hard to say it's mid. It's not. You could do without it. You feel me? Like yeah, if you're not really like you said, you know they they're not giving you new games. Um, you know it's full of indie games that will probably last you as long as you know the lifespan of a fruit fly or some shit but you know it's mm-hmm. still it's, it's a cool experience i feel like the switch is mid for people who might need that full like you know what's happening boy like it like you know cyberpunk you know that kind of shit like yo i need to know that the big games that we're anticipating that are new experiences and not necessarily just kind of like overhauls of the same thing. 
because it's hard to but like that's what the, but that's what the switch gives you is just whole overhauls of the same thing like they just like look bro the switch is about to give you grand theft auto 5 here shortly you know what i'm saying like like i wouldn't be surprised if they did you know <laughs> to, like let's just keep milking grand theft auto 5 but you basically just described mid you know what i mean if you can be on it hard for a week or two and then be off of it for like three that averages out to about like a week and a half. you know what i'm saying i ain't no math major mm-hmm. but that averages out to like about like a week and a half you know what i'm saying to play like i'm on my switch heavy now you know what i'm saying i'm playing crash bandicoot the the insane trilogy i'm playing the mega man zero collection but that's primarily because like you know i'm paying attention in these boring classes i gotta do for work i'm working for all you know when it gets dull and i'm gonna break time like instead of switching over to my playstation you know what i'm saying i'm switching over to my switch but like you basically like Heike just described why the switch is mid because you yourself said hey bro i'll be on and i'll be off when's the last time you played animal crossing that's a solid like two three weeks you know what i'm saying that's my point well that's my point the switch, right. the switch is really mid all right but you know what if outside was open <laughs> if outside was open my nigga I don't know. I feel like I might get some more burn off the switch if I could, you know, actually leave the house. But if I if I'm stuck at the house, you feel me? All my screen time, all my COVID screen time is going to the PlayStation. That's what I'm saying. You got Animal Crossing. This is the ultimate like current like sim simulator. You know what I'm saying? The Animal Crossing is it's 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 the like one of the more popular games that people are playing in this in this COVID time, and it, if you crap. ain't been on yeah. it in like it, it, it I I hear you you know but if you can if you can step away from it for two weeks, like I don't, I don't know what your island uh, yeah. look like but you, but you but you need to cut the grass on there you know what you I'm right. saying I can tell you that much you, right. you know like niggas probably don't left. That, <laughs> yeah like think about it bro the only the, the only way you step away from a from like a PlayStation game. Like we've been playing Apex hard for the better part of like a month and a half. You know, mm-hmm. like you got me on the season five. You know, you're not leaving Apex for a week unless you hikey have to. Like, all right, cool, I'm going on vacation, or I got a couple functions that I'm going to late at night, so I'm really not playing it like that. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. You're not really leaving any place. To, you got Call of Duty, Apex, Overwatch, right? Those are the main three we've been playing in the group. You're not leaving any one of them for longer than like a day or two without opening it up. Okay. And that's with and that's with you binging any type of anime, any type of Netflix, HBO Max, whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's with you doing all of those. You're making time to get into Apex and play the dailies, work on the battle pass. You are not I, I find it hard pressed for that you would be trying to log into your switch to buy some turnips or whatever the hell y'all be doing on, <laughs> on, it is on Animal Crossing. I've <laughs> blew money Bro. on the turnips in that goddamn two weeks now. So fuck, you know what fuck I'm saying? that. Fuck all, fuck all You know what that. I'm saying? And don't take, don't take none of this as hate because I love my switch. It's great playing Mario, Mario Kart, like all of that. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a really, really fun system. It's just kind of mid, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's one of the more popular ones because it's accessible, right? Like, we all got childhood memories with Nintendo, 
you know what I'm saying, like childhood memories. PlayStation, Xbox, Dreamcast, they all came in like preteen years. But the childhood memories are all with Nintendo and Sega. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Early, early PlayStation. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a couple years old. Early PlayStation for sure. But, I mean, th- those games, those 3D graphics kind of don't really translate too well into the modern era, which is why the SNES... Uh, when the SNES Mini came out, everybody and their mother went to go grab one of those and the NES Mini, which is why I have an SNES Mini right now. You know, um, those games still look good. They're they're fun. Anybody can pick up and play those. You know. All right, all right. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, man. Would you sell your Switch right now? Never. Mm-mm. Not selling it. I mean, look, the the markets out there, you know, they 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 buying up switches like hotcakes, you know, they they set they selling them for for high key the price of cocaine right now, you know, brick of, brick of cocaine or or pound of weed or whatever you want to call it. I'm so, not selling the switch. So let me ask you this: How can it be made if you were unwilling to part with it, even though at this point in time you could get a pretty penny for it? Because it's mid, right? You know what I'm saying? But is it, it though? It, if it's, it's mid, you can let it go. No, 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 no. If it's low, you can let it go. If it's mid, I'm gonna come to it when I wanna come to it, and it's gonna it's gonna do what I need it to do. You know what I'm saying? It's just like uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of a good comparison, man. So it's 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 kind of like like if you got a pair. Let's say you got like you know you got your shoe collection. You got your your hardcore. Jordan one bands dead stock or whatever you want to call it right the shit that you only bring out when it's super fresh mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying I'm trying to make a statement I got a little shorty that I'm bringing on the date you know like these are break the glass in case of emergency you know I'm trying to look fresh I just bought the new fit I'm going to a function concert whatever right you got your everyday I'm going to the gas station to grab a coffee Maybe I'm cutting grass in these. I got to run a Target to get some deodorant. You got those shoes. In the middle, you kind of got your everyman shoe, right? So when you when you pull up on your homeboy, y'all going to go, like, watch the game at the bar. Or you just going to pull up at his crib just to, just to talk shit, right? You're going to wear these. You know, they're not beaters. You know what I'm saying? They're not super dead stock, super clean. they just in the middle. they they functional shoes. They work when you need them to work. You know what I'm saying? They like your everyday, every man shoe. You know? Like, you don't get rid of those. You keep them. You know what I'm saying? And then when okay. they become worn out, you move them over to, to lawn shoes. Or, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to go just work out in these. Or these mm-hmm. are my dummy hoop shoes. Mm-hmm. You know? They become That's the all I'm saying. So the cycle of the shoe. They, they, it's, it's the cycle of the shoe. So the switch... Right, if the PlayStation is my high-end system, this is my daily system, you know, I'm going to play this out of seven days, like six and a half of them, right? You know what I'm saying? Or, hell, we'll say six. We'll, we'll say six days I'm playing my PlayStation hard. On the one day I don't, if I'm not watching TV and I just want to lay on the couch, check some anime, check something on HBO or whatever, but I still low-key want to, like, do something outside of, like, a cell phone game or, like, scrolling Instagram. I'm going to pick up my Switch and play on play it on the couch. You know, play Sonic, Metal Slug, Super Mario Odyssey, something like that, you know. But it doesn't cause you, at least for me, it doesn't cause you to sit down and dedicate a long gaming session to it. Super Smash was that way when it first came out. 
You know what I'm saying? I played Super Smash hard for a month and a half straight. Unlocked all the characters, was online, the whole shebang. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I know I'm not like a like I'm not super big into the fighting game community. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, bro, where's this? Where's the Super Smash DLC Pack Two? You know that y'all promised two months ago. Oh, are they doing that? Are they janky with the, uh, the with the DLC releases? I mean, they they had the first batch: uh, Joker, Terry. I can't remember who the other two was, but they like teased the the patch. The you know what I'm saying? The DLC pack two to give it some more life. We, I mean, like we're like we're quarantined right now. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion, there's no way you should not just be cranking out content for people to consume. But right. who's who's doing it if everybody's at home? Everybody is doing it. I I I, I don't I don't think I sent you I don't, I don't think I sent you this, but I saw I read an article yesterday that um, talked about um, what do you call it pandemic gaming, right? So a bunch of people who um, typically don't play video games because they have time on their hands, they're playing them now, right? So the article talked about this one girl playing like Far Cry Five. And she picked up her PlayStation from her pop's crib and started playing Red Dead, right? We play Red Dead. You know, there's a mm-hmm. there's a shit ton of stuff to do in Red Dead. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, but people are picking up games now because they're stuck at home as a means of giving them some form of routine. So, for instance, Apex, you got daily weekly challenges. Same with Call of Duty. You got battle passes, daily weekly challenges. Mm-hmm. You know, so it kind of gives you, so the article talked about, like, just giving you small things to kind to to kind of uh like look forward to right so because we not going outside hitting a grocery store hitting a gym whatever our typical daily routine is people have changed from that and are doing that with video games you know what i'm saying um like that's why we be on apex every night cool what dailies i gotta do what weeklies i gotta do you know what i'm saying what's the new little season game that they got going on cool i'll right. i'll tackle this kind of don't start. tackle it yeah if i don't tackle it uh it is what it is like i'm not tripping you know what i'm saying it's 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 it's, it's low attention it's a low attention content you know what yeah. i'm saying and at this point i think everybody is looking for some type of low attention content I that mean, they can consume <laughs> on a weekly basis Look. which is why the playaway exists by the way humble plug <laughs> hey Look, I be feeling good as fuck when I clear out my uh, unread emails on the daily. So this all, you know. <laughs> hey, that's what you be looking forward to? Unread hey, emails, you bro. know what I'm Like, because, you know, at Google, the Gmail, they'd be like, congrats, you didn't, you didn't read everything. <laughs> you feel me? Like, you got it. <laughs> you know, like, so it's yeah. just that, you know, it's that reward. You know, you feel me? It's that notification. It's that, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, acknowledgement that you are accomplishing shit out here, even though you ain't yeah. doing shit. Um yeah, no, I feel you. Um, and just on since quarantine, I've been really in my apex bag. And um, I, I thank you for coming back in, you know, jumping back in. Most deaf. Because now we run into things. Here. You know, it yeah, feels good. Yeah. I've been, yeah, I've been loving. No a- I'm not apex predator. You know what I'm saying? My, my homeboy in college used to say, hey, I'm not the captain of the yacht, but I'm on the boat. Hey. You feel me? <laughs> I mean, me? listen, I, that's one game where, like, I really have no idea how good I am or how bad I am. I really don't know. 
Like, I, you know, we win some, we yeah. lose some, but I could not tell you, like, I couldn't put a, a value to how good. I can't tell you, like, oh, I'm good at the game. I'm better than most, I guess. But Do you it's... feel like you get off you get off better with the randos or with the squad? Because I'm, I'm kind of 50-50. I feel like it depends on the randos, but it's mostly with the squad. Okay. Like, if the rando so, wants to play some kind of semblance of a team, you know, kind of wants to be in your vicinity, then, mm-hmm. you know, you can kind of, like, t- it, teamwork really makes the Apex dream work. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's crazy how much you really depend on the other nigga to be there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, at least with, like, the team, with the squad, you know, like, we can kind of move as a unit, you know, being left behind as much, you know, someone's not getting clapped, and then, you know, you just kind of have to, you know, pour a little bit out, but um, cool. mm-hmm. with the rando, I feel like I have to be on my game more. You think with, that makes you better? With randos, I play with the intent to solo because I just feel like they're gonna disappoint me. Yeah, that's fair. But you know, with the squad, it's like okay, I'm gonna play within my within myself. You know. I'm mm-hmm. not going to go for the crazy, you know, grenade, snipe, airstrike, you feel me, yeah, smoke them yeah, yeah. and, you know, uh-huh. joke them. Like, you know, I'm going to uh-huh. play more reserved, like who's got ammo, who's got, uh, you know, the weapons for this engagement. I'm going to think it out mm-hmm. as opposed to like with the randos, because the randos, I just feel like the randos get out and they're like, fuck you. Randos just hop on. Damn sure do. Hey, bro, I'm, I'm dropping yeah. at the hot spot. Exactly. I'm drop. I'm dropping on the. I'm dropping on the the supply ship out the gate yeah. for no reason. Yeah. That's why they don't even get respect on the name. Like it's Rando Blueberry. You feel mm-hmm. me? These are disrespectful names. These are I not mean, teammates. You right. You're right. You these are not people you trust. If he was in a life That's or death fair. situation and you turn to your left and the nigga name is Rando, you are not about to feel safe. <laughs> you about to catch your blessings, cuz. You're about to fucking, you're about to call the homie like, hey, smash my MacBook right now. They cannot see what's on this bitch out there. That's a fact. You that's, feel me? Hey, hey, Not on some hey, like far hey, out shit, fact. but you know what I'm talking about. Like, that's a fact. Clear my search history right the fuck now. <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fact. Hey, so look, so 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 do this for me then, right? We talking Apex, we talking Call of Duty Warzone, we talking Overwatch. Describe your play style and your perfect teammate. So... I, I, I'll, I'll explain it to you like this, right? So my play style, if you were to compare it to anything, my play style is like, we use a basketball reference, right? So I'm kind of like like Andre Miller, right? Andre okay. Miller is going, to be, hey. is going to be consistent. I'm going to give you like eight, six, and four. You know what I'm saying? I'm a quality was he, was role player. Eight assists? But hear me out, though, right? Hear me out. I'm going to give you like eight, six, and four. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be consistent. You can expect this production out of me. Quality role player. One you want on your squad. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, I can hit you with a 54-point game. <laughs> Andre Miller did that. I'm going to occasionally do that. You know what I'm saying? On, on, on the sneak tip. Like, right, you, I'm not gonna, you're not going to be expecting it. I'm not streaky. You know, but on the sneak tip, you know, hey, I'm going to get loose one game. One or two games. You know what I'm saying? But consistently... Hey, we could. We don't need to start him. We can keep him on the bench. We can play him in crunch time. But we go. He's gonna come in. He's gonna do what he needs to do. Do he gonna get the production? I can rely on him consistently. You know. Now, when you pair that with 
a superstar caliber player, a Brandon Roy type, a Damian Lillard type, right? It just makes me look that much better, right? I'm an accessory. You know what I'm saying? So, like, so, like, for instance, so in Apex, I work really well when I have a slightly better player with me. So, like, sometimes, like, I can get with a rando who's the level 500 hyper-aggressive and I'm going to put, you know what I'm saying? All right, cool, boom, I see somebody over here. I'm going to push too. You know, he going to push bet, so I'm pushing right behind you. You know, I can hit 60 to 70% of my shots. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to look like a scrub. But when you, like, require me to be the man out the gate all the time, eh, I'm 50-50. You know what I'm saying? So if you were to, if you were to describe, like, your play style plus your ideal type of team that, like, you feel like you work best with, what would that be? Okay, my play style, and you know, you've heard me use this term in the past, but it's measured aggression. Like I, mm-hmm. I want to be, I want to be mm-hmm. out, I want to push the issue. I want, I want the smoke, mm-hmm. but I don't want to just run up in there and get shot up all in my back. So mm-hmm. it's definitely kind of like peep the scene, see what the, what it looks like. You know, where can we get the vantage point and then let's hit. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to just be like, you know, reckless rando, hot drop, run in, start punching niggas and shit yeah. while they got like, you know, uh, peacekeepers. Like, no, nah, that's not really yeah. what I'm trying to do. Yeah, that'll do that for you. Yeah. So I want people who aren't, a f- who want to get aggressive as far as, uh, you know, teammates are concerned. I want people who mm-hmm. are uh, down to get aggressive, aren't afraid for, of the gunfight, but also are measured in a sense. Like, you know, it's not like, oh, we're just going to run in here and start sparking. Yeah, you know, take survey. What's going on? Hey, they're behind me. You know, like, I need, I need more input from my teammates mm-hmm. and almost, like, direction. Like, just point this fuck storm in the way that it needs to go right now because i'm about to bust yeah, off yeah. i'm about to bust off on somebody mm-hmm. so just let me know mm-hmm. where are not yeah are 99 going <laughs> yeah off. exactly you know let, me know. One way or the other. let me know let me know who's over here how many what who is it you know like mm-hmm. my ideal place out is definitely oh they sparking over here all right let's run over here and you know clap 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 you know i can't tell you how many exactly. times i didn't clap the whole team because they thought shit was sweet and they got one of my guys first you know <laughs> and i just show up hey like, Hey, that that high key be my problem, bro. Because what if my niggas get dropped? I'm low key going in there recklessly. You know what I'm saying on some no. You, you know what I'm saying on some like uh, credit credit got massacred by Frieza, so I got to turn yeah, Super Saiyan. Nah. You know what I'm saying? It do, it don't always work to my benefit. You know what I'm saying? But if my nigga get dropped, oh, I'm coming. I'm I'm at least coming to try to avenge you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I'm like, I'm bringing it. I'm bringing. It. If you get dropped, but I'm also like, cause I used to do that. Like if you get dropped, or as soon as the shit start going. And I see your health mm-hmm. dropping and shit, and they, you know, they hit you with the mm-hmm. voice lines. Oh, I was yep. just running like Forrest. You feel me? I was just Jesse Owens, Usain Bolt out the bitch. Just, okay, let's go. It's time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just get clapped. <laughs> you know, like somebody <laughs> just fucking, like, <laughs> you know, like somebody hey, just hey, walking the out the is, corner. The key is, the key is, I need whoever shot me to know I ain't no punk bitch. Right, exactly, exactly. Because that's you what I what figured. Saying? That's what I realized. So, yeah, so check mm-hmm. it. What I realized is, a lot of these Apex niggas is bitch. <laughs> okay, you can run up on they lots of niggas. A lot of That's niggas you can run up on. I can't tell you how many times I done watered somebody down and they was sitting in the corner hiding like mm-hmm. a little bitch when mm-hmm. they were out here. Scared. Sparking. 
when they should have been out here mm-hmm. bussing. Because you know what? You know? It's easy to aim when nobody's shooting back, stupid. So, you know, go That's ahead and hide. Go ahead and, you know, run. I love when they turn Stay. around and hit the Ricky, like, stupid. I'm about to get you. You should have <laughs> zigzagged. What the fuck you talking? Stay in the shooting Stay in the shooting range if you yeah. don't want nobody to shoot back. Exactly. You know exactly. I used to yeah. be like that, though. I used to be real, uh, you know, apprehensive and kind of sit back. Like, oh, let's wait it out. Man, only thing I'm waiting for is a motherfucking check. That's, that's about it now. That's like, let fact. me know. Let me know where to go. That's a fact. Let me know where to go. So my teammates need to have more awareness than I do. I'm kind of like, I, I want to be a loose cannon in, in a way. Um, but, yeah. You, so, you, sounded, you sounded real J.R. Smith-like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I'm off to anything is possible. Real talk. That's, yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. But I won't. I won't. Give you that Cleveland <laughs> Jr. I'm not gonna give you that, huh? You, how much? Not the mistake. Yeah. Not the mistake. Not the mistake, Jr. But remember, Bron said it best. He said, "What did he say? He said Jr. is like a dolphin, bro. He works better in a pack. He's super smart. He works better in a pack of of like minded individuals. You know what I'm saying? Like he could take down a shark with the right squad. <laughs> Wait, hold on. You know Bron, what I'm saying? Bron really called a nigga a dolphin. <laughs> Bron called him a dolphin, bro, bro. Bro, hold on, bro. I know, I know, I got the. Bro, man, I don't, my, thing maybe I don't have it. Maybe no, I, maybe I don't have it. That's how you know JR be off the pack because he took that. Bro, you saw the photo. He showed. Bro, JR showed up to the Lakers camp with with the fitted cap, no cut, no you know quarantine, no cut, with the black and mild in mouth. You know what I'm saying? I'm not surprised JR spends his time out here. Not I mean, surprised. we saw the video on we saw the video on TMZ where where he beat the brakes off of the one dude that tried to break into his car on some. I'm protesting, but I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Like this is this is the same Jr. Smith who said, "Hey, bro, I shoot better with contested threes than I do wide open threes." Bro. Like the whole purpose, the whole purpose of basketball is to give you open shots and the easiest shot available. Oh, and this man deliberately. Would take would hit the would get the wide open shot and just not shoot and wait for you to come in his face so he can shoot it on your face. Cash I money, love, you know what I'm saying? I love, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll take it. I love them kind of gunners. I love your Nick you know Youngs. I love your Gilberts. <laughs> you feel me? Uh, I love the gunners. I I I, I love the Gilbert Arenas, bro. That oh, was that was man. my guy, you know, gun gunner on and <laughs> off the court, bro. You know what I'm saying? Shooters shoot, my nigga. Shooters 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 shoot. Shoot, shoot, shoot. You feel me? Still on IG talking hella shit, bro. Reckless. Hella shit. I don't care, bro. Cancel who? You know what I'm saying? Which okay, so that's that's perfect, right? Gilbert, we get we can we can move this to the to the basketball talk. What you think about the NBA restart? I think no. I think y'all should have done a two K tournament and called it, called it a wrap on on the twenty twenty season. Like nah, hell nah, fuck no. If anything, this shit sounds like a ploy or some kind of plot by the lower uh, teams that didn't get invited to the marquee stage. The niggas who got invited to stage two out in Vegas or whatever. It sounds like a plot to get all the good teams sick so that niggas can run wild in the league next year. Like, nah, hell nah, bro. Cut this shit out. Stop it. Stop it. 
you want to go to <laughs> one of the worst outbreaks? <laughs> They're just experiencing like the worst outbreak right now. You talking about yeah? Now we're gonna set the bubble up here. Like I could, like that's illogical. Like I could understand if they were like, yo, there's an island with like three niggas on it. That's where we're setting the bubble up. Like there's just no mm-hmm. way we can bring COVID over here. You know. Mm-hmm. But, but no. They, but they're making. But aren't aren't they supposed to be? Last I read, they were supposed to be making the additional bubble for basically all the scrub teams, the Cavs, the Suns, yeah, the Pistons. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I would still be. I would be like, but, okay, but that scrub bubble, is that voluntary? I don't know. That's a good question. That's a good question. Because if you put me in the scrub bubble and I'm a multimillionaire and it's COVID, I low-key – not yeah, like I'm not a getting a ring. Feel some kind of way. I'm not getting a ring. A hockey feel some kind of way. You know what I'm saying? What's like my this incentive? is this is the this is basically like the NIT for yeah. professional basketball. Are you players. niggas and even going to televise the scrub bubble? That's a good question. Hey, I mean, I don't know if you saw the uh the tweet that was floating around that they were saying uh uh what's my man for the for the Lakers? He or maybe it wasn't for the Lakers, <clears> it's for Orlando. He put out the photo of the team meal of the meal. Oh, that was that Dinwiddie to the players? It wasn't Dinwiddie. Um, I forget Buddy's name. You know what I'm saying? But all the I tweets were yeah. like, it was it was some pita chips. It, it was, was a wild was, was trash little snacks. turkey sandwich. <laughs> it was hella snacks. You know what I'm saying? And niggas was saying like, yo. The Lakers ain't eating this. You know yeah, what I'm saying? No, like, it was for... IT. I think IT said Brian ain't eating that. <laughs> <laughs> He's right though. The fuck? You know Brian got a fucking five star chef in his back pocket. There ain't no way in hell, Brian. That's a fact. Brian is not opening packages. That's <laughs> okay? a fact. Brian is not eating food that comes out of None a of fucking wrapper, nigga. Brian. It was Troy Daniels. It was Troy Daniels. <laughs> Shout out to Troy Daniels. You know what I'm saying? He had what? What do you got? He got. He got Stacy's chips. He it looks like he got like a, a bag of fresh cut watermelon, nah, a little frou-frou man, mixed nah, green salad. Bro. That is definitely like, yo, the hotel on, got on, a cafeteria. On, <laughs> yo, <laughs> that's hey, high key, high key. Uh, this is definitely the uh, the cafeteria tray. I just I just sent yeah. it to, to your Twitter, bro. It's it's the cafeteria tray. It looked like he got a bagged dinner roll. Uh, Cut it out. Some form of. Yo, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way LeBron James is eating this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, LeBron James, who runs the NBA, there's no way he is eating Stacy's pita chips. Get of, the fuck uh, out of here. Mixed green salad. And not even Where really a gotta, salad, because that's just the greens. There's nothing going on. The salad's not even made for you. You have to put the ingredients on yourself. You know what I'm saying? And I'm looking. I don't see any salt and pepper on this motherfucker. None. What the the signs say? Fresh garden greens, arugula, watermelon, pickled red onions. I don't think niggas eat pickled red onions. These niggas legit went to Aldi and was like. That's a fact. That's a fact. That fresh fresh cut watermelon looks like an Aldi bread. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I don't think niggas eat pickled anything outside of the pickle. No, you no. know what is going on here, NBA? Like I said, bruh, why are we putting these niggas through this? Why? It's a bad move. Why? It's a bad move. Everybody else really, can stay really home and move. eat all kinds of bullshit. These niggas is going to fucking true. the East fact. Coast COVID capital That's to a fact. Uh, you know play some shitty ass. What is it like? Twenty games? 
20, 20 games with the little tournament. And you see, and I don't know if you saw, man, but they got a, um, because COVID is, is at high risk for people at older ages, the NBA is clearing, and I say that in quotations, certain coaches to be able to travel with the team. So, like, I saw a thing today that said, like, Alvin Gentry was cleared to play because of his age. So, like, it's low-key kind of ageist with the coaches that are allowed to go. But it's also um, protocol. Like, that's why you just shouldn't be doing it. I, I, heard, I heard that same thing. You. I heard that I'm same thing. You. And, like, is it? Yeah, but are you at risk? Yeah. So, what the fuck? <laughs> like, look. <laughs> you feel me? Hey, for, like, once, I, 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 for once, I agree with Kyrie. For once, I agree with Duh. Kyrie. Like, he, he, said it, he said it the right way. I'm so glad. I, <laughs> we shouldn't. Kyrie was right. I don't know. But you know what? Kyrie, like a lot of crazy niggas, or I don't even say crazy niggas. I don't even know. But a lot of niggas that say wild shit are usually correct half of the time. So while Kyrie might have been correct by saying we mm-hmm. shouldn't have come back, I don't know if Kyrie's follow-up plan would have been as coherent, <laughs> would have been as easy True. to sign on to. Because Kyrie. So do you think? Do you think Kyrie's stance happened because he wasn't coming back? Like it's it's easy to say, hey, bro, like I think this is wrong because of social justice issues, whatever, whatever. You know, especially when you're not playing. Or you don't plan on coming back for the season. Do you think, again, I don't know Kyrie Irving from, from, you know what I'm saying, Adam or, or Eve, you know. Um, but do you think Kyrie still would have made that stance had he been healthy enough to play and the Nets would have needed him playing? See, I don't know. Because now we're talking, we talking about, like, dipping into your pockets. I don't know, because the thing about Kyrie is he got a ring. You know what I mean? It ain't True. like it ain't like this might be his last shot. True. You know he didn't sign the minimum to come. You know ring chase. True. And his and his boy's not playing. KD's not playing. Yeah, his boy's not DeAndre playing. Jordan DJ, got the COVID, yeah. so he's not playing. DJ not coming through. But I mean, regardless, I because my my thing is, I'm all on Kyrie's side. I'm all on anybody's side who don't want to go to work for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like these are mm-hmm. great reasons to not go to work. I mean, it wasn't just, but like two months ago, you know, we had to uh, lay Kobe to rest. You feel me? So mm-hmm. the NBA deals with that. R.I.P. Kobe. Yeah, you know, and Gigi and, and the entire family. That's but, a fact. You know. And Gigi. Yeah, and everybody. Else. And um, <clears throat> you know, that was not but just a couple months ago. Niggas had to play through that. Was that not Kyrie crying? You know, trying to compose himself at the at the after game interview. You feel me? Yeah, I don't know if that was Kyrie or if that was me. Like, cause you feel yeah. me. Yeah. So, yeah, that was hard. I mean, you know, that's a good enough reason alone to just already, like, you know, I'm powering through that. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Then you sprinkle on top the fucking uh, respiratory plague that has affected the world. Then you sprinkle mm-hmm. on top of that the fact that it's still open season on a nigga's ass and you can just be choked mm-hmm. out in the middle of the street for, you know, being dark, for maybe mm-hmm. passing it, who knows. But being the wrong color can get you put out here. And Kyrie's absolutely right. Like, nah, man. Like, as a as a black person, you see all that trauma. Like, let's just take Kobe out of it. Let's just take Kobe out. You know, mm-hmm. that's spe- that's that's particular to basketball and the basketball community. Let's just say, as a regular mm-hmm. person, let's just tap into your empathy real quick. You feel me? Um, all this shit is going on, and unlike you know me and you, when we go to our jobs, people aren't asking us to you know, our opinions 
or how we're feeling about national, you know, crises at the moment. You That's feel true. me? So not only do you have to deal with all this bullshit on the constant, you seeing it, you hearing it, you feeling it. Then they're going to mm-hmm. stick the mic in front of you. They're going to stick the cameras in front of you. And, you know, you got to speak on it after your job. Like, nah, because like, I want to go home now. You feel me? Like, yeah, might get my job as a game and shit. But honestly, this there's better things to do. I mean, uh, what's the woman's name from the WNBA who just said, fuck the whole, the whole season. I'm going to help this nigga get out of jail. Was that Maya Moore? Who was that? You feel me? Like, if, if Kyrie is on that kind of time, like, you know what I mean? Like, if Kyrie was was it was inching towards that kind of bag, then, yeah, he was absolutely right. Like, if, you know, if with the resources that all these niggas have, these niggas millionaires. So, so okay, again, which brings me back to my question. Do you think Kyrie would have had that stance had he been healthy enough to play? Because remember, Maya Moore was at peak power of Maya Moore. Maya Moore was Super Saiyan level three. You know what I'm saying? Like, I saw Maya Moore give the Indiana Fever 30 in a game off straight turnaround mid-range jumpers, bro. Like, I saw it in person. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Maya Moore is a, is a certified bucket, just like a lot of all of the WNBA players. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you can you're a bucket. At the, and and matter of fact, I'm, let me do a quick Google because I don't know if she was the MVP last year, um, but she was up there uh, in terms of like popularity and 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 power and all of that. But no, uh, Della Don was MVP last year, but she was MVP in 2014. You know what I'm saying? But Maya Moore left at the peak of her power for social justice issues. I'm commending her for that. You know what I'm saying? Again, she took money out of her pocket. Now, granted, we know the WNBA players don't get paid a fraction of what the NBA players play get paid. Mm-hmm. But she took off WNBA, the overseas money that she makes, and said, yo, I'm doing something with purpose. That's commendable for a lot. For, you know what I'm saying? Across the board. I don't know if... I can say that Kyrie Irving would have did the same thing, like, cause, cause now you're talking about, hey, I'm, I'm cutting a, a source of income for something that I believe in, and I think that, and this brings me to a larger topic, with the uh, injustice of African Americans has been happening over the past hundreds of years, right, and with the 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 forefront of a lot of these matters. Uh, happening on social media all of this stuff is going to the workplace it's going to happen right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at some point you got to tackle this on the workplace i got an email the other day from my job saying hey yo we gotta we're gonna have a talk about like racial issues and stuff like that it's voluntary whatever whatever the race war is happening you know we saw the memes it happened two three years ago about how sad you got to be once you got to tell justin timberlake hey bro i can't mess with you because of the race war or whatever whatever <laughs> you know but i mean Justin you know, fucked the, that the, up for himself. He did. He did. That's a whole yeah. other topic, bro. That's a whole other topic. But you get you get my point, right? Yeah. No, you know I'm what I'm saying? saying? But but Maya Moore walked away from her job 
for something that she believed in. And I'm, I'm a firm believer at some point, man, a lot of people are going to have to make that hard decision. You know, if you work for a company with racist values, are you really about to, like, walk away from the check that, like, feeds your family? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think that takes this pod to a completely different, like, standpoint, you know, with that conversation. But, you know, I just say all that to say I don't know if it's easy to say, hey, bro, the NBA shouldn't start up, you know, even though I like hike, you got to play. You, it's easy to say that because you aren't playing. You're injured. You caught the surgery or whatever, whatever, whatever happened with him. It's easy to say that, like, hey, I think this is wrong and we shouldn't be doing this. This is my stance. But when you have to play, again, with LeBron, right? LeBron was is super adamant about social justice issues. He's the first one tweeting, putting money where it needs to be. He, he's, he's representing it in, in all aspects that you're able to, you know. But when it came down to start, LeBron, I think, and I think I told you this like two weeks ago. LeBron is the only, and Pat Beverly said it. He said, hey, bro, it's a business. If Bron says we hooping, we hooping. You know what I'm saying? Bron is the only person with enough juice to say, hey, bro, I'm not hooping because this is wrong. That the NBA has to listen to. Bro, you, like, you're not fit to watch the bubble games with Kawhi Leonard versus Giannis. I'm sorry, you're just not. I'm a basketball head. I, I love basketball. I would watch it. But the average fan that's, like, not consuming basketball, that's like saying, like, I would love to know the stats of, the, like, the, what was that Pistons final? I think it was the the 05 Pistons Spurs final that they was, like, playing back on NBA TV. I would love for that to come on ESPN right now with the final score, like, 76 to 72 or whatever it was. You know what I'm saying? Like, cats ain't watching that basketball no more. You know what I'm saying? The NBA, it's, it's a player-driven league. So if Bron's not there... Steph's not there. Steph's the only other big person. We know everybody hates James Harden, right? Giannis is great. We love Giannis. But, like, Giannis don't bring you out your seat like Steph. Okay, okay. Because Giannis do like bring LeBron. you out your seat. Hold on now. He do, but but not but not like Bron, though. He doesn't you know have what I'm that dagger. Like, yeah, it's something about Giannis's game that's not dagger. It's not magical. Yeah, it's not. It's you snatch. know what I'm saying? Like, there's no magic with it. Like, it's, it's just like pure. Out. It's like pure. It's it's just it's just pure dominance. Like the the man's six eleven with a seven fifteen wingspan or whatever. Yeah, it's it like it's of you course you're like, supposed to dunk from the fucking half court line. He, he's a cheat. He's a cheat code. So he's not bringing you out your seat with nothing amazing that he's. You know, he's he's just dunking on your head. You know, which is great. But like that goes so far. So, like Pat Bev said, bro, if Bron say we hooping, we hooping. This was the prime opportunity for LeBron James to to put his foot down and try to bec- and and become the transcendent athlete, even more transcendent. I think he's transcendent already, as is if he stopped right now. But the next level of like god tier athlete, social activist, Ali status, if you will. This was his this this was his chance, you know. And I get it. Basketball is your love. You want to play. You want to perform for fans. I'm not trying to take that away from nobody whatsoever. But at some point in this climate, you're gonna have to make a decision, bro. I, I I just think I just think you're just gonna be forced to make a decision. You know what I'm saying? And there's no knock if you choose to play. I'm not knocking nobody that chooses to play because just like with the the average American, when when the the, the race war, the race relations hit your workplace, hey, you still got to get your check. 
You know what I'm saying? Black people got to smile and shut up and not say too much and not ruffle the feathers because we got families to feed. I get that, you know. Um, but I just commend those individuals who are able to walk away, like Maya Moore, who are able to walk away and say, nah, this is more important, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm willing to sacrifice for this. I just think that I just think that means something. I mean, it's a big up, and I'm wondering. Um, I mean, we I know there are people before him, but I feel like he's the most prominent of the recent memory with Cap. And I'm wondering if because uh, Cap stopped, and Cap was more than capable. I mean, he's shown that to you multiple times without being in the league uh, these past four or five years. But uh, I feel like Kyrie might have done it. I feel like even if he was in the contention, I feel like Kyrie would have been more motivated to get this shit uh, done as far as not coming back if he was on a, uh, you know, in a, in a contending situation. I feel like Kyrie wants that. Um, I don't even know who, like, almost like a Kaepernick moment. I feel like people are looking at Kaepernick and you know that he his life didn't get derailed if anything his cause and everything like that benefited greatly from him stepping away or but in his case he didn't step away but you know what I'm trying to say you know um his form of protest Mm -hmm. meant that he was not going to be performing and getting paid uh Kyrie's is similar in the vein that I just we will will not participate but, uh, I, like I said, I don't know what Kyrie's end goal was. I don't know if it was just to, like, have the NBA invest in Black Lives Matter. I don't really know what his next step was. I agree with his first step, yes. But, like I said, yeah. Ky- Kyrie is also uh, nuttier than squirrel shit. And his next his step after that could have been, you know, um, we all wear tinfoil hats when we play after this. <laughs> you know, and, like, no cell phones. You feel me? <laughs> like, yeah, you know, yeah, no 5G. Right. As a matter of fact, y'all niggas right. use dial-up in this bitch. No, no Wi-Fi That's at all. Shit. Like, and you use the AOL disc you got to get. Yeah, you know, like, I don't know what this nigga was going to say. I'm very thankful that he did come out like this, though, because, you know, I copped them Kyrie's uh, a couple months ago. Respect. And so, yeah, I feel good that my niggas out here like that. Um, but uh, yeah, overall, and plus, like the ideas behind, like, have that have been born from this idea to come back have been stupid as fuck. Like I said, they're going to a COVID hotspot <laughs> to create the COVID bubble. That's a fact. Then yeah. you know, yeah. on top of that, um, you have like the secondary scrub bubble that no one's gonna really care for because why? You know. Then, bro, nobody, nobody is watching. Detroit versus Phoenix no. for a concert. You know, what I mean? like, you like see, nobody's gonna watch that, bro. Bro, did you see these fucking like, I guess approved sayings that are gonna be on the back of the jerseys now? I was just about to ask you what you thought about those. What I think cause... about that is Kyrie was white. Was white. Kyrie was right <laughs> ten times over. If this is what y'all think this is gonna do, <laughs> this was your idea. Of fucking, you know, getting down with the get down. Like, hell nah, man. The fuck you mean? Get out of here, dog. This ain't no fucking, like, fashion show or whatever. Like, I need real concrete things. I don't need a specialized jersey that y'all gonna sell back to me that says enough is enough on the back. You feel me? Like, stop it. Yeah. Stop it right the fuck now. That's not what the fuck I'm talking about. 
Because that's what um Dame Dame said that he was going to put something on the back of the shirt that I thought was kind of dope. I can't remember what it was. Uh, I'm trying to find it right now. Um, I mean, unless it's was, like bail funds, dope. you feel me? Like and shit. Like I need I need things to happen that are more concrete on the ground, as well as getting the structural shit and you know uh, taken care of. But I need to see someone. If, you, if your jersey don't say arrest Breonna Taylor's killer, yeah, exactly. Like I'm, I'm not trying to hear it, man. At I all. need more, because like my thing is like, you know, this is probably gonna go off a little tangent, but my thing is that like, people are donating to all these uh, organizations and these causes, and I could just be sounding privileged as fuck right now. But that has none of that has improved my life as a black person in America. You feel me? Like I don't know who that's helping. It's true. I really don't know when y'all donate all this money and like, you know, you tell me that Black Lives Matter and NAACP got millions and billions. Of, like, where's my part? Like, where's where's the average? You know, what's up? What's up? Like, how does that affect me on, on the ground right here? I mean, that's that's the million dollar question. Damian Portland Trailblazers star Damian Lillard said he's putting how many more on his jersey? Boston Celtics center Enos Cantor is putting freedom. Sacramento's Kings forward Marvin Bagley is putting freedom as well. Um, sorry, Marvin Bagley. Nobody is watching Kings games. I mean, I like the Kings. Y'all jerseys be kind of dope. The Aaron Fox is sweet. But, I mean, the little rap, their little rap, bar, rap beef you tried to have with Dane was decent. But, I mean, it really nah, wasn't there for real, just, for real. Yeah, I just. So, yeah. like, what is it? Like, what is it? Is it, a, is it, is it a distraction? It's a distraction. It's it's a distraction tenfold. You know what I'm saying? This, this like like you said, this, this ain't what we want. You no. know what I'm saying? The, the, y'all y'all ain't gonna do nothing but sell these jerseys. You know what I'm saying? Make some more money. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for ta- I'm, I'm I'm all for tangible change. Right? You got to hit them with their pockets. And Kyrie's right. If the season would have stopped for social justice issues, the NBA would have lost X amount of money. Whatever the case may be. Yeah. I think you get some more stuff done. You know what I'm saying? The reason why the Washington Redskins are legitimately considering now after 30-something-odd years uh, of changing their name is because FedEx said, hey, bro, we don't like this. And FedEx is the team, is is the brand behind the stadium. You know what I'm saying? So unless you hit them in in their pockets, they're not going to change anything. Nah. You know what I mean? That's just the that's just the reality of it. So yeah. and it's so, and it's so fucked up that money is really tied to each and everything. Because if you don't like something, don't spend your money. If you do like something, give it your money. It's like damn, that's the Buy only black. way to show support. Buy black, bro. I mean, that's that's the only thing, that's the only thing we can do is just buy black wherever possible. You know what I'm saying? Like good, bad, indifferent. Mediocre or whatever, you know, recycling that black dollar is 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 and hitting them in their pockets. Is the only way we're gonna get what we want, man. You know, I mean, real talk. I, I bet you the reason that Kyrie didn't want to restart the season is because that nigga got HBO Max too. <laughs> That's the reason he was like, man, fuck this. Niggas can stay home hey, watching all this good content. Listen, listen, listen. The Boondocks definitely hits different. <laughs> In 2020, <laughs> then when it first came out, man. Oh, I've been man. watching. I've been watching that shit. I've been watching that shit, bro. I'm kind of mad yeah. that uh, the Simpsons, that Simpsons predicted it meme, really took off like that, like how it did. <laughs> because like, 
Boondocks predicted a lot of shit too. It ain't getting a shine. Boondocks it's had not, a lot of shit out right. here, you know. But niggas wasn't ready for like the all black satire cartoon comedy. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it Boondocks high key kind of came out too soon. Like before it's time, you know what I'm saying? Because if it, had it come out now in the realm of like insecure, all the like the the, the nice black shows that are out now, it, it it'd be out of this world. You know what I'm saying? The the videos, clips would be retweeting on Twitter. I mean, and, you, and you say that like that. we're not getting that new season, man. But when is the new season coming, bro? I when is it coming? I Think they were saying like 2021. It's too. That's 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 too far away. That's is it? Away, is I, it? I I I I need that like September of twenty twenty, Bruh, Because I think you gotta wait for that election to bring off. Bro, the election episode is going to be you hilarious. Because you remember, you remember, you remember the Obama episode. Yeah, come on, man. You see, you see. Yeah. The, the election episode is going to be hilarious. So what are they going to do about um? What you think they go do about John Witherspoon? I rest mean, I think yeah, God definitely rest in peace. Yes, uh, rest in power, rest in peace. I think you have to just tackle it like real shit. And just be like, yo, he was already an elder figure. You know what I mean? They could play it so many ways. They could tie it into COVID and make it a wear your fucking mask episode. You know, like that's true. That's true. That's a good point. But I mean, like you know, with writing, especially for like TV shows, niggas get written off all the time. B. So you know, they'll figure out a way to you know respectfully, you know, kind of dead that character off. I don't think you necessarily need to find another person to be granddad. I mean, if you're looking at it just in the terms of how a story goes, like his character can be fulfilled with a grandmother, an uncle. You just kind of need that elder figure to juxtapose against, like, the current uh, cultural values. And, you know, you, you need that person who was kind of like, well, back in my day. You know, that's the, like, to me, black comedy works perfectly in that sense. When you have, True. like, the, you know, the young, current generation, but then you have, like, that back in my day type to, you know, kind of ground them and, you know, slap them around and shit. You know, in blackish, it's Fishburne. And uh, Jennifer Lewis, you feel me? Um, so who, so who would you, who would you like to be the season four granddad, right? So if they, they, they kill him off, and the kids and Huey and Roddy got to go live with somebody else, or however they do it, who would you like that new person to be? I think Lawrence Fishburne would be great. He's an amazing actor. I don't, I don't know if. He's funny enough on the yeah, that's, improv yeah. tip to do that. But, like, who do you think would fit really, really well with that? Uh, I know there is a nigga-ass nigga out there for, for this role. <laughs> God damn. I, he's, like, right there. I can see it. Like, because you got to remember, Cat Williams is a recurring guest on this show. So it's got to be True. in that vein True. of, like, you gotta be ignorant. You gotta be funny. Um, you kind of have to have the cultural value. I'm uh, I'm a I'm a I'm gonna try to throw a couple of names out here, and you, you tell me you 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 tell me where you fit with this. Um, Give me one of the Wayans. Damon Wayne. Yeah. 
See, bro, yeah. that's what that's why you my nigga, yep, bro. Right Cause there. that's the first Damian Wayne's yep. is the first person I thought of, bro. Right there, right there. And only mm-hmm. we, we, we fuck the rest of the conversation. It was it right there? Mm-hmm. Okay, so what about Cedric? Cedric had a role on boot on like season two. You don't, you don't said, think Cedric like said is good. I feel like said is a little played. I feel like what made Witherspoon great was because you hadn't really seen that nigga around. You know, like it was kind of like a True. resurgence, a revival, if I may. Like said has his shit on NBC or whatever. Like said is too mainstream. Okay, this is kind of um, like counterculture. It, it can't be said. Said okay. is too too cookie cut. That's fair. I mean, I, and fair. I know That's said fair. get down. I know said get down. Said we'll get down. Said we'll get but down. You know what I'm said saying? Said is too mainstream. Like I need, I need that alter. I need that counterculture. I need that midnight movie type shit. You know, like oh, this nigga raw out here. You know. Okay, I I think you I think you might fall in line with one of these next two names. What about Dianco? Yes. Yeah, Dianco work. Dianco work. He's got like his he yeah he could be a great voiceover actor yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. What about Tracy Morgan? Tracy. Yeah, he's I think a, he's, I think, yeah. I, think, I, think I think Tracy in, in my opinion Tracy if it's if it's not one in the older ways, I think Tracy might be the my personal pick, but I think his voice is too distinct. Yeah, he right. might so fall the problem into that with scene. like, yeah, like like your your voice is just too noticeable. It's too strong for like a voiceover, you know. It would have to be Damon. It have to be Damon with the ill. Like remember that like crackhead drunk uh, homeless dude he used to play on in Living Color. Mm-hmm. But I mean, remember, remember, Damon, Damon played the old, the old, uh, the old nigga on the Lethal Weapon uh, TV show. You know what I'm saying that I never watched because I didn't I watch didn't either. But and I, and I, and I, I didn't need a lethal weapon. I, that's how okay. I want to see Damon. I mean, lethal I weapon. Agree. As far I agree. As, yeah. I have a dark horse, and I, I, me and my girl, we we give this dude flack a lot because his TV show was hot garbage. Hmm. But I'm just thinking from a voiceover perspective, he might he might work as and like a, like you said like an uncle figure. Lil Rail. Nah, I'm not rolling with Lil Rail. Well, that's fair. Not rolling with Lil Rail. No. Like an uncle, like uncle figure, someone who can do some improv. You know what I'm saying? Somebody who isn't going to cost a shit ton of money. You know what I'm saying? From a, from a he pay don't, standpoint. He don't, like, all right. So, he don't have that cultural value that I was talking about. Because John Witherspoon... Was pops, you feel me? Bang, 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 and the nigga, yeah, you know, you know, I'm talking about, and the nigga was, you know, pops again. He just he played, he was that ratchet father figure. Mm -hmm. I can't give that to Lil Rel. I just can't get like ah. He doesn't have that. Even if you play like the, even if you play like the uncle, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, bro, like cool. Does he have the? Does he have the cachet? Does he? I'm trying to think of. Like, where, who who, who else can you him? get? Who else can you get that's not named like Chris Rock, right? You know what I'm saying? That's not like super mega famous. That's gonna cost you a ton of money. I feel like, like, I feel like the Wayans was right there because even DL wouldn't work. 
Cause I don't even I don't even DL think I don't even think Aaron McGruder likes DL. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> which okay, which brings me to the one of the main questions that continually circulates on social media and I don't know why. Kings of comedy. Rank them in terms of the funniest. Bernie. Of course. Said Cam, Steve, that's why you my nigga, bro. Steve Dio. Cam, that's why you my nigga, bro. Because niggas sleep on Sed's. Sed's set on Kings of Comedy was really wholesome. It was really wholesome, but it was still really, really funny, bro. That's the mark of a good comedian when you don't have to go all the way there. Like, if you can do not necessarily a clean set, but it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be, like, explicit. Because if you look at, like, compared to him and Bernie, Bernie yeah. was F-bombs, motherfucker, yeah. this, that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Bernie, Bernie made the, like, I don't know, bro. The fact that Bernie made a whole four, five, six season sitcom based on his singular 20 minute set on Kings of Comedy like there's no way you can there's no way you can say Bernie is not like the ultimate like he was not the best he you was the funniest yeah cause Bernie to me Bernie was the um the example he was the mold of that deaf comedy era you know what I mean That's like Niggas hop on That's there with the fucking the suits and the cuts and the jewelry mm-hmm. and they busting that raunchy shit. Like I don't even yeah. think niggas tell raunchy jokes like that no more. Like it was something about that nineties raunchy is different. Can you? Can you can you, you can jokes? people tell raunchy jokes all the fucking time. The problem is they're not funny, so what ends up happening is niggas get in trouble and you never hear from them again. <laughs> like back okay, in the day. Okay. So 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 Pete, right? So I don't know if you saw, but DeMarcus Cousins has a special coming out like this weekend. You said Boogie Cousins? So you remember Shaq did the like all star comedy special joints where he just had like the, <laughs> the comedians come through? I, I, maybe I said that wrong. Maybe I said that wrong. But DeMarcus Cousins is producing a comedy oh, special, oh, right? Oh, okay. He got, he's got, okay. he's, he's got Gary Owens. Um, uh, Gary's tired, but I he, he is, he is right, but he's 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 the white guy everybody love. Gary Owens, RNSJ, uh, Carlos Miller, right? The Carlos Miller is the young okay. people's champ. Carlos is like next up. Isn't he part of like that that trio? Them niggas, the um, uh, 80, 85 South. Yeah. 85 South. Yeah, it's like him and uh, mm-hmm. DC. Yeah, DC and Chico Bean. I saw Carlos Miller when he hit, when he came to the Funny Bone out this way because uh, uh, one of my homeboys does comedy. He opened up and Carlos is legitimately like on stage funny, bro. Like I don't know if you follow his Twitter, but this nigga's hilarious. Arnes um, J, not Arnes J, Tony Roberts. Uh, my bad, bro. I got Arnes J and Tony Roberts mixed up, bro. I should feel ashamed of myself. Red Grant's on mm-hmm. here. Uh, I'm about to I'm about to send you. Yeah, that's a throwback. You know what I'm saying, right? That's that's a super throwback. Um, but yeah, he he got he got the joint coming out Friday this Friday. Um, we're gonna have to watch it and give a review come next week. 
You know what I'm saying? But it's it's Boogie's Comedy Slam. You know what I'm saying? Tony Roberts is a funny dude. Gary Owen is a is a historically funny dude. I, I co-signed Carlos Miller from a stand-up uh, comedian standpoint. I haven't seen Red Grant in ooh, since Comic View days. I ain't seen the Red. I might have seen him recently on. Where did I see him? No, I'm with this. I mean, it's funny because I definitely thought you meant like you you <laughs> you meant you meant Boogie was about to you get meant, up there. You meant Boogie was pulling the Blake Griffin and he was getting on stage and telling yeah. jokes. Yeah, I said that. Yeah, wrong. I don't That's know why my mind went right there That's at first. Fair. Yeah, because I was like, I hell nah, bro. I gotta watch that. Yeah, because yeah. I can't even imagine Boogie being. Can you funny. imagine? Like, I know can you the imagine, nigga probably funny. Can you imagine Boogie colored cousins getting up there telling jokes like just all like, hey, bro, technical foul jokes. You know what I'm saying? Niggas think I'm. <laughs> niggas think I'm. <laughs> The it wrong person. <laughs> it would be funny though, because it's just like you have this image of Boogie thanks to the fucking refs, mm-hmm. and you know that nigga was actually blowing up. Let's let's be real. He, he <laughs> was he was wilding he was wilding back there in San Antonio. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but it's just to me that's just hilarious because a lot of niggas don't you don't see that like goofiness to them. You know them niggas are funny, you know. All basketball players joke around and shit. True, true, true. That would be some funny shit to see Boogie up there, like... (laughs) That would be hilarious. Oh, shit. That would be hilarious. I I hockey (laughs) wish that was the case. You know, that he was up there telling jokes, but... It's, it's it's good to it's good to see, man. I hope this is funny, man. I I actually kind of like the lineup. Uh, I'm gonna be tuned in Friday for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely to, to in there. That's it's coming. It's coming on Amazon. Yeah, it's coming yeah. on Amazon. So that'll be that'll be dope. Now, if Amazon can break, well, they have been breaking into the comedy business. Have um, they? they have that many. Yeah. Well, the thing is, they're not really using black comics, um, mm. but they're using name comics like people who are you know not every comic got to be black, but um, okay. Yeah, they've they've got a few people who are pretty prominent out there on their little kind of comedy uh, circuit. That's dope. That's dope. I'm with it. I'm with any, I'm with any, anything that stand up comedy. You know what I'm saying? BT, uh, quit playing around and please put out all the old comic view episodes on your standalone app. I don't know why you're waiting around. I think you would get two months worth of subscriptions from every black person in America if you just put out your comic view episodes um even though all those jokes are probably hella old yeah they probably can't be yeah probably can't be re uh repeated there's a lot of like gay slander you know but that was that was the times i think if people are able to keep that in perspective i think it could work but i don't know if in the light of cancel culture those comic view episodes would actually work right which is probably why they still work that's still you think so no that's still work that's still work because this is my thing about cancel culture it's not like uh it's not a blanket thing it's not like just because you might cancel some shit don't mean everybody else would cancel some shit and it really comes down to tolerance right so there's no such thing because um louis ck got canceled quote unquote Nigga was still doing shows. I mean, niggas canceled Doja Cat for no, niggas canceled Doja Cat for like three weeks, bro. And then she put out a song with with uh, City Girls and well, yeah, and like nothing happened. Showing feet. True. 
But that's the thing, like, uh, you know, but if you're conscious of the fact that you don't want to fuck with something, then that's you. You've canceled it, yes. Mm -hmm. But I don't see how, like, it's going to stop this. Like, the people who wanted to go are going. The people who wanted to eat there are eating there. The people who wanted to buy the shirt have bought the shirt. You know what I mean? Like, you can be mad off there, you know, outside the club, but you ain't, like, what? That's wasted emotion at that point. You feel me? Like, to me canceling some shit like if you don't want to listen to R. Kelly no more boom you ain't gotta listen to that nigga no more that's it you're yeah. done you don't have to then you don't have to then run out right out and you know make it a fucking don't listen to R. Kelly that's investing more energy than just listening to the nigga's song you know running around having debates on whether or not to listen to the hey, nigga this nigga spitting right here if you ask me you know that's, what I'm, that's, what, that, that, that's just my feel like if you don't want to fuck with some shit that's cool you don't gotta fuck. You with don't it. have to say you anything. Can use the term you do not have to. You <laughs> yeah. don't have to respond to say anything to anything, bro. You can no. keep quiet. Could you imagine? I don't like extra mayo on my shit. I'm not about to go to the grocery store and knock down all the motherfucking fast <laughs> food. Like it's not happening. You know, like it's just I personally don't fuck with. Hey, bro, it, keep know? it a hundred. To me, too much mayo is problematic. Keep it hundred, bro. You don't you don't like skip that out on purpose, like bro. Here go this white people uh, condiments down here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, come on, man. Where's the barbecue sauce? You know what I'm saying? Give me the sweet baby rays and the hot <laughs> yeah. sauce, bro. Leave me alone. Yeah, you know? exactly. But no, nah, like, that's just how I feel about it. Like, cancel some. Like, okay, that's fine. You can stop looking mm-hmm. at it then. But it's not going to stop these other niggas from looking at it. Their tolerance is different. Yeah, that's true. It, 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 For the longest it, time. And like you told me, like, a while ago, man, I, I, I do think comedy, when done correctly, is the one space where you can tackle a lot of the things that you're not supposed to be able to speak about right so i think there's something to be said for dave chappelle's uh youtube netflix special whatever you want to call it right where he just came out and for what eight ten minutes or whatever it was he just he, he just like real live like spoke from the heart you know some of the stuff like came out kind of funny but some of the stuff was like really serious and as a comedian i think i actually haven't seen that word it, you know what it is? It's gonna sound fucking crazy, but the fact that he did it on YouTube like made it less hype for me. I hear you. I, I don't even know how that works I in my hear head, you. but like I hear you. But you uh, so so I would I would tell you to watch it anyways. Number one because it's not a comedy special, right? Although like going into it when when the morning after came and I saw that he dropped that joint. I was expecting like a comedy special on just all the bullshit that was going on. But my man really got to spit some facts. Just talked about like how this shit was like kind of affecting him. There were some jokes about there. He made a little Azalea Banks nod where he like high key kind of admitted that like Azalea Banks was right. Um, But in a, in a pale ambiguous kind of way. But I think you should watch it because this is the side of comedians that we don't get to see and the fact that Chappelle because because with all comedians whatever whatever happens in the world good bad or indifferent right when they get on stage we just expect these niggas to be funny and entertain us right y'all are jesters you know what I'm saying to take it back to like medieval days entertain mm-hmm. me you know but Chappelle being as big as he is having as big of a platform as he does and being able to basically do whatever the fuck he wants to do you know, he was just like, bruh, I'm going to just sit up here for like 20 minutes, say what I want to say, and I'm going to dip. 
And that's it. He, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he was just like, all right, Tom, I'm done. Like, peace. You know what I'm saying? Like, and at that point, like, you just, like, you got to respect Dave. You know what I'm saying? Because he's the only person with this type of cachet that can, like, actually do this. And I think you you could say he accurately, like, described what was going on, spoke from the heart, and, like, like represented a lot of different people. Uh and I think a lot of comedians as a whole are going to like follow like the next person I would love to see like to just talk about a lot of this stuff would probably be Chris, Chris Rock. That's the only other person I can think of that I would like really want to hear from from a comedian standpoint because Dave addressed like, bro, like, why the fuck do y'all want to like hear from me? Like he even brought up his old Ja Rule bit. Like, who the fuck wants to hear from Ja Rule? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, because that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, who, who wants to hear from this shit? Like from, from these people. But like, I, I think he did a really good job of just kind of like expressing himself right that's what you do when you're able to be on stage and you're a comedian you know that's like the purest form of 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 a lot of this stuff so um bro you gotta check it out it's 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 a really it's a quick watch it's a, it's a good watch you know what i'm saying i went into it thinking it was going to be like hella funny like out the gate like dave Chappelle was but like halfway through like i caught the vibe like yeah this ain't that but this is like different you know what i'm saying like and i kind of wish like more not necessarily not just like comedians but just like more people in general would like would do this you know but the unfortunate part is with a lot of famous individuals black white or whatever you know you kind of put your platform at risk when you when you come up and just like speak from the heart and say what you want to say you know with cancel culture being what it is and you risk yourself being canceled um if you will but then again if you say the right thing People go, yeah, people gonna leave you alone. You know Sorry, what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Hey, you spoke from the heart. Like, you was real about it. You were accurate in what you were saying. You know, we rock with you. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I feel you. I feel you. I mean, niggas trying to get Dave out of here. You I can't. I Dave walked away from like, <laughs> eight, what was it, like 80 million or whatever it was when he walked away from the Chappelle show some while like that? I think it might have been 50. Yeah, he was, he, 50 he was just like, bro, I just didn't want to do this shit no more, bro. Niggas wasn't laughing at my jokes like they should have. Like, niggas was taking my shit. He said, he said, bro, they was taking my shit way too seriously, bro. I walked away from 50 mil. Yeah, I saw that interview. I think it was, like, inside the actor's studio or some shit where he had, mm-hmm. uh, he was saying how, like, it stopped feeling like they were laughing with him. And they were laughing at him. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, definitely because of, like, his subject matter was completely just black <laughs> it was the black whatever <laughs> whatever he was doing black it was shit, black man. you know nigga nigga, had, the race draft yeah the, the race, race draft, draft would rink off hella right now bro oh man i mean you knew that what time hey, bro, this nigga was who, on who's your, well go ahead who's your top five you 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 drafting in the race draft right now race draft happening in 2020 who's your who's your who's your top three prospects that you have to get on the race draft so they're non-black people <laughs> that's what you're saying no, they're black. Like, oh no! I mean, if if the race draft is happening, you know what I'm saying. Who are you? Who are you picking? Who are your top three picking to be part of the black delegation? To be a part of the black delegation, yes. Hmm. 
this in no way, shape, or form should suggest that these are the most three important black people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or the three most good important. Preface. Yeah, good, yeah, yeah, good, good, good preface. Good preface. I'm just saying, if I'm building a team, I'm going to need Beyonce. Okay. I'm going to need Braun. Okay. Ooh, that third one. Because uh, I'm thinking of just impact and influence. Mm-hmm. Dr. Umar. <laughs> <laughs> I see the coon chips. <laughs> coon chip activates. Uh... Uh, damn. All right, I'm going to throw some names out for you. Yeah, help me out here. Angela Rye. Ooh, keep going. Okay. Um, shit, I'm a little smidge, so I low-key like, kind of lost my other name. Yeah, no, that's um, good, because Angela Rye yeah. just kind of fumbled the common thing, right? There was something that Angela Rye fumbled. Is it, is it, it, did Angela fumble it or did Common fumble it? Because Common has been tied to a lot of females. No, something happened. And I believe like Angela Rye had an associate involved. And instead of doing the right thing, she just kind of stuck up for the associate. I could be also wrong as fuck. You know, it's, it's later in the day of smoking and not doing shit all day. So, yeah. But um, I don't know. Angela is on my short. Or Angela is on my short list of women um, that that I pick in my life. Um, my if if this woman comes across me butt naked on the payday, or uh, let me not say that. I take it back. Uh, <laughs> Your girl must be yeah. sleeping. Hell, why? Your girl must no, be nah, sleeping. She, she, she not sleep. Nah, she 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 knew she knew this list. She knew this list. You know what I'm saying? So like, okay, okay. So I'll give you some background, bro. Butt so like, naked on a payday. So 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 so, I, so I've always, I've always said I've always. I've always mildly believed in like a hall pass, right? But you can't hall pass with somebody like this, like average, like right. You can't hall pass with uh, Keisha from down the street that you knew from high school. That's not a hall yeah, pass. You unattainable. It's gonna be a once in a lifetime. Uh, these 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 are unattainable women. You know what I'm saying? And my list has fluctuated throughout the years, but Angela's on that short list of women. You know, so I don't accept. Slander about about Angela Rye. I think it's it's Common's fault that that didn't work out. You know what I'm saying? No. Okay. Um, so it must not have been Common. She must. She know. She knew someone. There's there's some scandal going on with there. I can't remember it right now. I'm I'm gonna remember it though. <laughs> I'm gonna come but, back but to sh- it. Sh- shout out to Angela Rye. I think she's beautiful. yeah, definitely, she's yeah, incredibly, definitely. She's intelligent. Um, she's she's not based on. Her popularity is not based on the looks, but definitely her mind. Uh, so, so I don't want nobody. To yeah, think no that doubt. I'm She's definitely uh, subjugating women better... in any capacity whatsoever. You know, you know, you know, you know how black Twitter gets you, bro. Oh, you think I'm just my body? No, I don't. You know what I'm saying? But, but shit, I'm not gonna I'm... disregard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shit, bro. I'm not gonna pretend like I ain't there. You, you know what I'm mean? not gonna pretend like you're not packing. What the fuck does that do? Who, who does that help? You know, you know we live in this ignorance. 
I mean, if you if you meet a girl, what's the first thing you think? First thing you see, you see her looks, bro. You don't see. I'm not gonna get into that, bro. That's gonna get me canceled. I'm gonna leave that alone. Yeah, that's a weird bag, but I'm yeah, going to agree with what you are trying to say, which mm-hmm. is essentially nobody walks around with their personal qualities on their fucking necklace. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, nah, no, they do, bro. It's on the Pandora bracelet. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, gotta, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you, you gotta like, speak. You gotta speak same. Pandora. You gotta speak Pandora it's to like, know their personal qualities. <laughs> <laughs> it was like if the sundress was really like her PhD and shit. <laughs> like, hey, bro, I'm gonna stop sun- right there, bro, bro, because ain't nobody gonna come back for episode two, bro. If they keep going, <laughs> if we keep going, bro, they they gonna say we too problematic. They not gonna come back for episode two. That's what I'm saying. Like, how am I supposed to know all this? Just the way your ass shakes when you twerk definitely denotes that you have good credit and wholesome family values. Like, I don't know this shit. <laughs> Yo, like, did you see? Yo, did you see that Twitter thread, man? Of uh, homegirl asked, like, "Yo, give me two pictures that like explain the duality of like black people." So like half of it was like either dudes in like professional wear, and then just like the hood photo, or like girls like in you know what I'm saying, the lab, the doctor's coat, and then just, like, twerking <laughs> on the side. And I just I just thought that just it was just beautiful, you know what I'm saying? Because everybody was just like, bro, after I leave the job, bro, I'm a straight hood-ass nigga, or, Definitely. you know what I'm saying, it's so it's chance I'm on vacation, vacation shaking my ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, yeah, no, 100%. Shout 100%. out to y'all. Like, you know, you have that, you know, the code switching and all that shit, but you have mm-hmm. your work voice, your work persona. Mm-hmm. Versus, you know, like, at work, I'm not known as a gigantic pothead. At home, I am. That's a fact. <laughs> you feel me? Like, you know, like, what the fuck? These niggas don't need to know everything. I say I say all the time, bro, I'm really, really black outside of this goddamn uh, shirt and tie. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm really. Mm-hmm. We gonna get in the coast with you, though. We gonna get in the, we gonna get into that later, bro. Yeah. Yeah, we gonna get into that shit later, bro. I got always tell my coworkers, I hate all y'all niggas. I'm just nice because I'm here. You feel me? <laughs> when I go home, I don't think about nigga, you. Nigga, I need just check. I need just <laughs> check the clear, bro. Yeah. The fuck? What y'all thought this was, bro? Yeah, yeah. like no, no, I'm way less friendly in real life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone. I play rap music in my car, the ignorant kind. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ice Cube first album, ignorant. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Shit. The fuck? Y'all got this. Y'all got this super twisted. Super twisted. All right, man. What else we got, man? What else but we got? Yeah, we got man. anything else, man? I think, I think we need to wrap it, bro. I think we need to um, give her the specialist of the shout outs to a one Reggie Osei, aka Rest Combat power. Jack. Uh, it was Rest in power. today, you know. Combat Jack. Um, whole reason I even want to talk into That's a, a fucking fact. microphone. Never would, never it's would if it wasn't him. for him, man. You know, best podcast in the world. I still stand, bro. So, Old Combat Jack episode, still yeah. best podcast in the world, bro. Ring off. It was knowledge. It wasn't just you know, like, you know, bullshit. That's a fact. Shout out to all them niggas. Dallas Penn, uh <laughs> A King, uh Pete. Shout out to all them niggas, man. But yeah, that's definitely the reason my black ass is sitting yep. in front of a microphone right now. Um So it's really dope that, you know, we happen to have this inaugural uh mm-hmm. episode on his birthday. It's almost like the cosmos of the universe. Your chakras are aligned. You know what I'm saying? The chi is flowing within us. You know what I'm saying? Our ancestors are looking down upon us. You know? 
all the people Dr. Umar always talking about, bro. They so looking with, down upon us, you know. Uh, <laughs> Black Panther, the Black, T'Challa's father is looking down upon us. You know, everybody, all of them, you know. The ghost of Bill Cosby, like Dr. Huxtable, is looking down upon us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost. <laughs> the ghost of Bill Cosby is not wasting any time That's looking true. at my That's black true. ass room. That nigga needs a pill. That nigga is, that nigga is true. somewhere he is up de- a skirt. He is, de- he is the desperate. fuck out of here. Uh, hey, what was the ghost that Marlon Williams played in the basketball movie, bro? Um, you remember that shit, bro. Oh, that was shit. Marlon, bro. That, was that Marlon? That was Kadeem. Was, Kadeem was the ghost. That was Kadeem Artisan no as the ghost. No way, bro. I thought that was Marlon and Kadeem, the ball player. I want to say. Hold on. Hold on, bro. Hold on. Hold on, bro. I'm it, about you to know, I could be fucking it up. I could be fucking we, it up. Before we head out of here, bro. I, it could be the other way around. What's the name of that joint? Is it's it not senseless. senseless. I, I, it's, it's not senseless. Um... It was sixth man, bro. It was Marlon. It was Marlon and du- six, it was Marlon and Dwayne six, Wayne. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was Whitney's Dwayne blue. Wayne. It was Whitney's blue. That's how much of a throwback Whitney's that was. Blue. That's how much of a throwback because it could only. There's only so many mm, niggas that's back a, then who had that's a fact. Blacks. It was Marlon, bro. <laughs> There's <laughs> only so many niggas back in the day. You could easily that was man, that was yeah, that was his brother Kenny Kenny Tyler, the ghost of Kenny Tyler, is looking down upon us. You know what I'm saying? 